I'm going to try to go through all of Elchaz Hanukkah very, very big kitzer, obviously. I'm going to try to do it all in a half hour. And then we'll, uh, we'll leave questions for after. We'll try to get everything as much as we could, uh, really, to try to get through a kitzer of all Elchaz Hanukkah within the next half hour. Yeah, so we'll begin with some of the Menhagim. The way the Mechaber begins in Tafrei Shayin, the Mechaber begins Chafei Kislev, Shemadis Mei Hanukkah, Surim Behesper Betainis, Isses Betainis, Mutter Basis Malacha. And then the Mechaber brings down in Siv Beis that there's a riboy of Sudis, which people are marba on Hanukkah. And he says they are Sudis Rishos because they were not Kaveya it for Mishto Usimcha. The Lashon the Rambam is Mashma. There was some sort of Mishto Vesimcha, but Pasha's the way the Mechaber Paskins. There was no Mishto Vesimcha. And the Ramah writes, Fiyeshem, Shiyesh Ketas Mitzvah, Ribia Sudis. There are those that say that there is some sort of Mitzvah, the Ribia Sudis, Mishom, the Baisa Yom of Chanukah Samizbech, Alza Chanukah Samizbech. Therefore, there is some uh, idea of riboy sudas. When I go learn, zmiros for tishbachay, besudos, shemar b'mehem, but azav besudos mitzvah. Zakti Rama, if you make a tziruf of the fact that you do shiros for tishbachay, you praise the rabbanu shalom while you're having these sudas. Then the middle of that turns it into sudas mitzvah. Shabur explains it doesn't just mean that on its own you can make it. You can just every supper you can just have riboy shiros for tishbachay, and we'll have a halachic din of a sudas mitzvah. It means a tziruf of the paiskim that hold that it's a, that it's a sudas mitzvah along with the. Actually, doing shiris at tishbachos, you have the ability to move the mix those two together to make it sirf of those and to make it into a proper sudas mitzvah. The the lagabe the lagabe the of achila on Chanukah, the, the Ramah brings down. Contrary to popular belief, the Ramah does not bring down anything about eating or anything oily or anything any donuts or any potato lakas like that. The only only halacha the Ramah brings down about eating is an Indian to lachel gvina b'chanukah to eat gvina to eat cheese and chanukah. The fish and nice nasa b'chol of the story with Yehudis. It happened with chalav. It happened with cheese. And therefore, there's a minute to eat cheese. There are those that say. Just so last night, that those that said the certain place can say she dafka hot cheese, not just milk, because what she gave him was hot milk, and therefore it should be something which is dafka cooked. But that's the din of giving gvina bachanaka. There are those that there are those that say as well the Indian of that's brought down in the later place the idea as well of eating things that are made in oil because of the the nace of the pach shaman. But the ikar halacha is gvina, so it's important to know that if you're going to be eating donuts, make sure that they're milchig donuts. Or if you're going to be eating something, it's important that there should be to makayim this din of this minigah the ramah to be eating things which are. Chalav. Um, there's a gabe, huh? Pizza. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's considered chalav. It's kvina. There is, is a minute as well with giving matanas, giving gifts. I just saw from the, also last night I was looking through this. The Panavich Rav says, but then it's that the reason why we give gifts on Hanukkah to children, right, there are those that say that it, has, you know, it comes from the Gaim, but the Panavich Rav used to say that the reason was, is very pashat. One of the gzeris that, that the Yavana made was that it was the Isra of Talmud Torah, the middle of all the yeshiva shah. And then all of a sudden, after, after Klal Yusuf was Menatzeach on the Yavanim, so they reopened the yeshivas. Now, kids are not ready to go back to yeshiva after being off for a while. Right? As we know, post-COVID, kids are not very excited to go back to school. So the way that they got them to go back to school was they all gave them a tannas. the fact that the yeshivas opened back up, Talmud Torah is back, opened back up. That's the point of it. Shurav says that's where the minute comes from. Others say that it comes from the idea of that we give, we give, uh, we give money to Aniyam and therefore we also give to the Malamdim. And from giving the Malamdim, you don't just give to the child to give to the Malamdim, you give to the child also some sort of money, some sort of... Uh, Matanas, but this was a minig that was noig, but the stipler was noig like this. I know many, many of the big tzaddikim of my litvish were noig to give money. The stipler was noig dafka to give in the fifth night of Hanukkah. So the Indian, the fifth night of Hanukkah can't fall out on Shabbos. It's impossible never to fall out on Shabbos, which shows the real maila of Hanukkah when Hanukkah is not able to fall on Shabbos. That's by tzaddikim the fifth night of Hanukkah is dafka a big zach. But that's the gabi the minig of giving out matanas. The gabi saying ala nisim. We add ala nisim in benching and in 
davening. If you forgot, if a person forgot alanisim during davenings, if you remember before saying Baruchat to Hashem, before saying Hashem's name at the end of Maidim, then you go back and say it again and you continue with Al Kulam. And if one remembered after saying Hashem's name, then really you don't go back, but you can add it. You, those that say you can add it at the end of davening, but the you don't have to go back and say it again. In benching, if one forgot alanisim, then there is a rachman at the end. And found in most benchers at the end of the rachmans, where a person the person says a short harachman, and then you add an alanisim. And then if you already finished and you missed the Rachman, then there's no need to say, there's no need to say benching again. Like Abbe Halo, we say... No, 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 you just, you, you just say Alanisim, yeah. The Rachman's dafka, dafka by benching, and that's part of the Rachman's. Um, when, when it comes to saying Halo, we say Halo Shalim on, on Hanukkah. If a person said Chatsi Halo, a person made a mistake, and he wasn't listening to the Tzibur, he wasn't davening with Tzibur, and he said Chatsi Halo, you say it again, Halo with the Bracha. Although normally women are not obligated to say Halo, normally, normally Halo is a Mitzvah Shez Mangrama, which women are not Mechayivin, there are those places, come say that on Hanukkah, since Afhenai Ba'isa Neis, we find that not only Ba'isa Neis, but we find, like we said, the story with Yehudis could be there with the, the reason for the Neis itself. Therefore, there are those places, come say that there's more of a Chiv on women to say hello on Hanukkah than in a regular, typical Rish Chaydesh. Um, that's all the Gabe, some of the Menhagim of davening and, and, um, and the foods that we eat. The Gabe had Laka. So we'll talk mostly, I think the rest, we're going to talk mostly about Laka. We'll talk about Shabbos Hanukkah at the end. So the Gabbai So before Hadlaka's Hanukkah, the same way we have by every other mitzvah, there's an Isser to be involved in Malacha, Shina, Achila, to be involved in things which are going to cause a person to forget about the mitzvah. And therefore, starting from a half hour before, Hadla- before the Zman of Hadlaka, which we'll talk about in a minute what that Zman is, but starting from a half hour before that Zman, a person is not allowed to have Achila's Sudas Kevan. You're not allowed to have, sit down to a real Suda, which means eating more than a Kabeta of a Mazainus or, or washing on bread. A person is not allowed to sleep a Shinas Keva, which means a half hour of sleep and a person should not be involved in anything else that's going to cause him to forget that he's going to that he needs to that he needs to light menorah a person could eat however snacks you could eat anything that's either less than a kabeza mazainus or you could eat meat vegetables anything that's not a kviyasuda fruit that would all be mutter to eat during that time the gabi the, the halachas of lima the mishabur says in charitzian that lima ba'atzim should also be asher from a half hour before but since with mice we don't find it mishabur says you can learn up until the zman once the zman hadlaka comes then there's an iser to learn as well then one has to stop learning if a person did set up a shimer then you're allowed to eat you're allowed to sleep you're allowed to do all those things about that's not is to light, light properly but for some reason a person is not going to be able to light until later and a person wants to eat supper so all you need to do is set up a shimer set up somebody to remind you that you have to light but you know, sending a reminder on your phone is good as well, as long as you, you have a way that you're going to make sure and remember that you're gonna to have to do adlaka. The place can say also that a woman that's being yaitza with her husband's adlaka, which most women are yaitza with her husband's adlaka, she doesn't have this, this adlaka because since her husband's the one that has to remember, it's not in her to remember, therefore it's as if you know, her husband's a shimer and therefore she is able to eat and do things as well before, uh, within the half hour of, of, the, of, the, uh, of the time. That's Lagabe, Lagabe Prihad Laka. Lamai said, where does, where does a person set up his menorah to light? So Lamai said, the Gemara says very clear that the, the, the place that a person lights is in Pesach Beitzim Mebachutz, within a tafach of the Pesach of the Bayas. The Gemara says, you place it not, not lower than three Tvachim, not higher than three Tvachim. The Gemara says, why not lower than three Tvachim? Because it's going to look like you just left it on the floor by mistake. It's not going to look like it was placed there specifically for the Hadlaka of menorah. And if you place it higher than ten Tvachim at, eye, at, eyes, you know, eye, at uh, eye level, then it's going to look like it's every other light in your house. They had menorahs all over the house in order to bring light, and therefore it looked like it was a regular candelabra to bring light. Therefore you light it between three and 10, and it's like an odd thing. We do, most of us light by window, so you don't actually, we're not actually making this halacha kitikuna, but if you see people that are lighting by the door, so, or lighting, or lighting by, a pesach, by a pesach in their house, it's taka, you, you see them bending down to light the menorah, and it's very, very obvious from the way that the menorah is placed, that it's clearly not meant to give light to the room, because it's, it's below 
eye level, and it's, and it's in a way which is very, it's a real hacker that this there's something odd about where this menorah is placed. That's what the Gemara says is the most lechatchilat polite on the outside. The Gemara says if a person doesn't have a pesach, and you can put it by the chaloin. If a person in a b'shasasakana, the Gemara says, you can place it al shachana yivadayah. So, Lamaisa bismanenu, without getting into the discussion of why, bismanenu, we do not light outside, at least in America. In Yisrael, the minig is to dafka light outside. But in America, the minig is to light indoors, either because once the, once the minig was that way, the minig stayed that way, or because there's still some sort of shasakana. Many of the places can talk about this, or Maisha, Mechisitzkak, Kamenetsky, they'll talk about exactly why, but that's Lamaisa, the minig in all over America, as we don't light outside, even if a person lives in a city which is full of Yudin, we light indoors. Lamais and Eretz saw the lighting outdoors. In America, we're lighting indoors. The Shela is, where do you light? So Lamais, the Mishabur brings down from the Magan Avram that if you're lighting indoors, is it Indian to light by the Chaloin, which is by the Pesach of, which is by the, which is faces or Shisarab, which means on the Gemara, we don't find this Eitzah. The Gemara's Eitzahs are either you're lighting, it, you're lighting it by the door, you're lighting it inside for the Bnei Bayis. We don't find this Eitzah of you lighting it inside for the people outside. This is what Magen Avram says. Magen Avram says, once we're lighting inside, let's at least try to get as much as possible pursuing Nisa for those that are sitting outside. And therefore, the Magen Avram has this new chap that if you light it by the window in a place where the people in your house will be able to see and the people on the outside will be able to see. So you have this, you know, sort of, you know, Efshel Akayim Shneim, the Ikr Pursuman Nisas for the Bnei Desai. But at the same time, the people that are passing by will also be able to see. And that way, that way everybody will be able to be out to the Pursuman even the outside. Um, if a person has, if a person, you just, it's important to understand that the Iker, when you, even when we're lighting inside, the Iker Pursuanesis for Bnei Beisai, the Iker Pursuanesis, which means a few things, which means, first of all, you're picking where to light, right? So if a person lives in a place where, for example, they only have one window facing the Rosh Hashanah, and that window's in a laundry room, you shouldn't light by that window. I, the people, the people in Rosh Hashanah are going to be able to see, yeah, but that's not the Iker Pursuanesis. People in your house are not going to see it in the laundry room, therefore it's better to light it. And in, inside your house by a doorway, as opposed to by the chalain. The only Indian of lighting by chalain is if you can get pursuing Nisa of Bnei Beisai and the people in the Shesarabim, that's what you do. Lagabe Dizman also, we'll talk later, but Lagabe Dizman, if you have a choice of lighting Mamash Bizman, but nobody in your family's home, or you can wait a little bit, wait an hour or two, and the people in your family are going to be home, then you wait for the people in your family to come home. Because the Iker pursuing Nisa when lighting inside is for Bnei Beisai, not for Shesarabim. We're just trying to be Makayim Shneim and also light by the window. The place can bring down that if you have an Eitzah, I don't know many people that have it. Could be more people that have this than I think. But if you have something called a storm door, which means you can have a, uh, like sort of like, a, not a screen door, but it's a glass door or a plastic door at the front. And then you have a real door. So you have a, a proper door and then you have a glass door. So if you could light there by the Pesach Beisai Mebefnim, which means we don't light in the Pesach Beisai Mebechutz. In America, we don't, in Chutzlarts, we don't light on the outside. If you can light it on the inside, but and the people in your house will see and the people on the outside will see, that's mamish the best. That's even better than lighting by a window because that's, the, the closest you're getting to what Chazal wanted that you're lighting and you're, and you're being Mesuvah B'mitzvah, you're having Mitzvah, uh, Mesuzah Me'yamin, Narchanaka Me'smal, it's Pursu Menisa for B'nai Beisa, because people in the house see, and it's Pursu Menisa for Shesarab. That would be Mamash, the best Eitzah. Those of us that don't have that, which I think a lot of us don't, so then the Eitzah is like the Magan of Ram, the Meshabur brings down, and Rosh brought down that, that that's the way we paskin. It's to light by a window that the people of the B'nai Beis could see. Uh, those that are, the, those Chassidim and others light Dafka in, in the, by the Mezuzah. They hold it, they learn that from that Rizal and from other, uh, other uh, you know, Makaris uh, in, in Kabbalah, that the Indian is dafka to light on the left side of a Pesach, on the left side of a Pesach, and therefore you have the Mezuzah Me'amin, and the Pesach Me'bachutz, and the Pesach, and the Merchanika on, on the left side, and that's why many chassidim light the light inside, not by, not by the outside. Roshach has the outside, there should be machbet to light it between three and ten tfachim, which means if you're lighting by a window, and the window is higher than ten tfachim, that's fine. You can light it higher than ten tfachim. Most windows that we have are higher than ten tefachim, but if you're lighting it by by a, by a uh, by a doorway in your house, then you need to be makbid to be somewhere between three you know three uh, three tefachim and ten tefachim. 
and it needs to be on the left side of the mezuzah, and it should also be in the doorway that most is going to be most visible to as many people as possible. There's no, doesn't have to be the living room or the dining room or the kitchen. Whichever one is going to be most visible and the least amount of sakana of kids knocking it over, that's where, that's where uh, a person should, a person should light, if he's lighting indoors by a, by a, um, by a doorpost. Like, the the place can discuss if a person's out of town and a person's in a place where there's not going to be any yidin passing by. If there's still an Indian lighting it by the window, the was there first of all is very, very rachik to say there's not going to be at least one fry yid passing by. There's going to be somebody passing by. And therefore, uh, you know, one should still light by a window even if in your place when you think you know, there's no Indian or Pursumidisa for, for Rosh Hashanah that there will be, and therefore you should light also by the window. That's the Gabe, the, the Makam of Hadlaka. So again, the, the Ikra Makam of Hadlaka, biz, you know, Bizman Chazal and Eretz Yisrael to light outside. Bizman, you know, most of us light, I'll be the Psaq in the Mishnah world by the window, a window which is Nikar for the Bnei Beisai and Nikar for the Rosh Hashanah And there those that have the Minig to light it on the left side of the doorpost inside of the house. If a person's in a basement, right? I was asked by a few people, people are, you know, newly married, live in a basement. So your windows that are facing Rosh Hashanah are at, at feet level to people. It's not called a hacker for Shisha Rabbim. That's not, there's no Indian of lighting by a window. I remember, you know, even now, my apartment now, my, I have windows and they have, you know, they, they dig down like the, new, the thing they do, but nobody can see my window. There's no, there's no Indian Bechlal to light by a window. If I care, you shouldn't light by a window, you should light by a doorpost. Because then at least be Mekayim, what Chazal said, that you should have the Pesach, the, the Mezuzah may amin and Archanaka may small. There's no mile of lighting it by a window. Make sure that in that case, you light by a doorpost, a doorpost which is, like we said, the one that you're going to be seeing, seeing most commonly. Lagabi Lizman Hadlaka. The Gemara says that you light that the Zman the Zman Hadlaka's Hanukkah is from Shkia Sechama. Ashatikla Regalman Ashuk. This is a big machlekes in in in, uh, in the Paisim the Rishonim already exactly what what that means. Shkia Sechama doesn't mean Shkia Rishonim Shkia Shnia doesn't mean actual Shkia or doesn't mean Seis. There are many many minhagim when it comes to Hadlaka. The you know there are those that light mamash like the mechaber. There are those that light. There are those that light. I'm sorry. There are those that light mamash at shkia mamash. That's the way the goyin seems to say is that shkia is real shkia. There are those that light at seis, which you know whatever seis that means. There are those that light at seis. A person's makon or benatam. The way to benatam. Person's makon of forty, fifty, and many light at some, somewhere in between. Right? There are those that you know ten minutes. You know. Um, Ramosha Paskin's 10 minutes, Abaran's, you know, somewhere between, I think, 23 minutes. Right? I think 23 minutes is Abaran, I think that's a Minigan Lakewood. There's different Hagaman, again, you know, everyone should go with uh, with the Psak it is, but it's either somewhere between Shkia or Tseis, and somewhere in between those two Zmanim. That's, uh, th- th- those are the Menhagim, and uh, that, that's um, somewhere between 10 and 25 minutes, huh? In the, well, in shul, we'll talk about lighting in the shul. In shul, you light. Uh, we're going to light before before uh, before davening. But that's that's those are the minagim light at seis, and that is uh, if one does light at shkia, it's important that a person should put in enough oil, which will last until a half hour after seisachavim. Since the arpoisim that hold it, the ikras man seisachavim, you should put in, which I think most of us in, in a proper, you know, a proper glass will fill up enough oil to last, you know, probably an hour, to, uh, probably two hours at least. So it will last, you know, even if you light at shkia mamish, it will still stay lit for sure till after. If one is going to wait until if one has the minute to wait until so then we hold Tadav Shena Tadav Tadav Kaidam, and you should Davin Mayrev before you light, you should Davin Mayrev before you light. Also, if you're lighting inside in the Iker, Pursume Nisa, also then you could, you're waiting for the people in your house to light. Also, then you do Mayrev first, otherwise, you can light first, and then do Mayrev after. The Mishabur brings down that if one is going to be lighting, if one is going to be lighting Mayrev after. 
if one is going to be lighting menorah after davening Meirev, then he should prepare the nearest that they should be ready right away. So when he's coming home right after Meirev, he should be able to light at the proper zman. If one normally davens Meirev at a later minion, then even if you're lighting at seis, then that's considered enough for shmir. You could just you'll be able to re- you'll be able to remember to daven at the later minion. That would be enough, and you could light at seis and still be able to daven Meirev after. If you're unable to light at shkia, a person's leaving his house, you know, before shkia, or he's going on a trip, or he's leaving his house before shkia for some reason, he's not going to be home at shkia. The earliest time one could light is plag, but if you light a plug, you have to make sure that, again, you put in enough oil that it lights not just till shkia, but it will stay lit all the way until and like we said before, that if a person has the choice to be able to light bizman, which means let's say twenty, you know, let's say lighting, you know, twenty-three minutes, or you know, your, your zman is ten minutes, whatever your zman is, and you have the ability to either light at that, you know, perf- perfect time to light, or wait for bnei beisay to come home. And if other person waits for bnei beisay, for sure, when it comes to one's wife, al shalom bias, we find that the ner shabbos comes before ner chanukah because shalom bias is adif. For sure, a person should wait to be able to light when bnei beisay, because as we said, the ikar persumenisa is. For Bnei Beis, regarding how late a person can light, so the the, the lashon of the Gemara is Asher Techa Regem which Bismaneinu the Techa Regem is obviously very different than it used to be. Right, Techa Regem if you're lighting outside, which means in Eretz Yisrael, if you're lighting Mamish outside, even the Techa Regem the Paiskim say over there, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock. There's different sheetas in the Paiskim if you're lighting outside, how late you can light, because then it's Taka. The Eker Pesumenisa is for the people in Rosh Hashanah, but Bismaneinu, where we're lighting inside, the Chutzlaretz, lighting the inside, so the Eker Pesumenisa is anyway. So even after the, the, the Zman of Teich L'Ragam Ashok, you can still let inside. You just need to make sure that at least one person's up. And Mishabur brings down, if a person's sleeping, you should wake them up. Otherwise, you're not, you're not able to light. If no one's up, if it's just you, you come up at two in the morning and nobody's up, then you're not, you're not able to, uh, you're not able to be madlik your, not able to be madlik your with a brachas because there's no presumably sefer outside, there's no presumably sefer inside, and you're not able to light. Mishabur says you should wake people up. I, I haven't seen anyone discuss mechatesi for you to wake someone else up so you could be makayim your mitzvah. But I guess could be it means that people in your house who aren't makayim the mitzvah yet, they're part of your bnei beisai, huh? But if you live alone. So if you're lighting by a window that people could see, you should light it as man where people could see. But if you're lighting late, past when, past when Tichel Regim Anashuk, lighting when there's no, nobody home anymore, then you have to make sure that somebody's up. You're coming home and someone just asks me, he's going, he's going on a date, he's leaving, he's leaving you know, wherever he is, he's going on a date, and he's not going to be home until, he's leaving way before Plag, and he's coming home you know, very late at night, at one in the morning. So you can't light at one in the morning if nobody's up except you, and no one's out on the street. There has to be some sort of presumenisa taking place in order to be able to make the brachas. That's Lagabe, this is Manhadlaka. Now, Lagabe, the Hadlaka itself, so how many candles does a person light? So we know that the the Gemara Paskins, that the Iker, the Iker Allah has a person needs to light one there, but Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin, Mahadrin is that Ner, that every person every person in the household lights in there. And Mahadrin, Mina Mahadrin is that we're we start with one, and we go all the way up till eight. The Minig of the Sephardim is that they, they, the way that the Sephardim understand the Gemara is Sephardim go with Taisvis, and Ashkenazim go with the, Ram, with the Rambam, which the Magen Ram says a big pellet. It's the only time we find in Allah that it's the opposite. It shows the Achtas of Hanukkah. Svardim are going with Taisvis, which is an Ashkenaz, and Ashkenazim are going with the Rambam, which is an Svard. But the Ashkenazim go with the Psak of the Rambam, which is that every person in the house lights in there. And Mahajim and Mahajim means that everyone lights their own menorah and goes up from one to eight. And Sfardim do, one person in the house lights a menorah going from one to eight. Even according to Ashkenazim, one's woman is, uh, one's wife is not Machlif to light because we say that she's Nichlal with the husband's lighting and she's considered Nichlal in, uh, in the luck of her husband. She's Yaitzu with the husband. She could light if she wants. She should make right then she's machuyev to light. That's afhein ruais and ace. But she's yaitze with her with the lighting of her husband. Even the place can bring down even even older girls. So, uh, I think it's based on family minig exactly when that when that stops. But even older girls, some safer said it was because they used to light outside and there was a there was a lack of tznias to light outside. But even older girls stopped lighting at some point. It's not clear exactly the place why this takes place. So they have a real chia, but afal pika and the yaitze with 
know, going with the, I guess, with the Sephardi Psak, that the guys with the fathers, or the, the Bnei Besai, that part of Bnei Besai. I know my wife grew up, she lit all the way until she got married. That was the way, uh, uh, that was the way they did in their house. Some people stop at two, three, some people don't do it all. When they're little kids and they come home with from playgroup with the thing, Vada Vada, they have to light. It's part of, uh, part of proper chinuchas. They have to light the manure that they made. But at a certain point, I, uh, I think for most of us, it stops at a certain point. One should also make sure, the Omar brings one should make sure if a person's lighting, like the minigah or a mother, everybody's lighting a manure, you have to make sure there's enough space in between the manures that a person's able to recognize that they're independent manures and not that it's, you know, the third night, you should recognize that there's three separate manures. This I don't think it's much of an issue because we light with an actual manure and it's very visible to be able to see that they're totally separate manures. When necessary, a person could have two people light in the same manure. Yes, we do this in yeshiva very often. Guys, too cheap to buy manure. If two people out in the same manure, it works a little bit up until you get too close. That is not nicker anymore to two separate manures. Once you hit the fourth night, you can't really both light in the same manure because then it looks like the eighth night and not the fourth night, but otherwise you could light on a separate manure. If a person lit too many candles, yeah, you thought you got mixed up and you thought that tonight was the fourth night and really it's the third night. If you should only blow out the fourth candle, or have to put out all the candles. Some place can say that you just put out the extra candle that you lit. Other place can say that you could put out all the, uh, you could put out all, you should put out all of them and relight them again. Manavshach, you don't make a new bracha. You just either put out the extra one, you put out all of them and relight them, but you don't, you don't make a, you don't make an extra bracha. Lagabi, the, the, the placement of the neighbors, the Ramah brings down, that the placement of the neighbors, that they should be in one straight line, right? which means I don't, if you have a manure, it's not an issue. I think again in yeshiva, everyone likes to do shtick with different different you know ways of making their own homemade manure. You have to make sure that they're in one straight line. They should all be the same height. They should all be the same uh, the same amount of oil. They should all look even, so it's a person's able looking at them is able to see this is one manure. This is the fourth night of Hanukkah. There's four lights being lit. Uh, the the, the, uh, the Ramah brings down that you shouldn't have them in a circle, even though even though the Biyalacha brings down that one could bismaneno have it in a circle as long as you have enough of the hefsik in between that it looks like separate ones. He brings down that awful pikan. There's a hider to, to have a manure as similar to as similar as possible. To Manure in the base of Mikdash, and therefore to have it like we have it in one straight line, right? You have sometimes these modern artistic Manures that are going up and down. Those are all not, not the most Mahadim Manures to write to light with. Mishabur writes you should try to light with a Manure that looks similar, they're all the same height, all the same spread, you know, evenly spaced apart, and they should all be um, it should all be it should all be straight. Right, so what does a person light with? That's the Manure itself. What does a person light with? So Maker, I didn't a person light with any shmonim and any psilis, any oil and any wicks. However, the most mohudr is to light with shemen zayas. First of all, because it lights the nicest, and second of all, because the nace was done with shemen zayas. Person doesn't have shemen zayas, so you can either light with another oil, some other sort of oil, or you can light with candles. Whatever lights better, whatever has a nicer light, that's what a person chooses. There's no mile of uh, once it's not olive oil, and there's no mile of olive oil. There's no mile of using oil over candles unless the oil will light nicer than candles. Once you don't have olive oil, the next thing to do is use whatever lights best. So if you have something that lights better than, uh, than an oil. If you, have, if you think wax candles will light better than oil, then about the light wax candles, the main thing is to do whatever is the most important. If a person, um, the, the place can discuss congealed, right? And they have these uh, congealed cups with, uh, with the oil inside. The place can discuss if that's considered to be the mile of Shemin Zayis or not. Or some place can say it's not. I think, I think the consensus of most place is to say that it's fine. It will turn into oil once it gets lit. And therefore, even though Sorb Shalom Zalman says that maybe had Laka Isa Mitzvah, at Bashas, you're lighting it, it's not Shemin Zayas. But I think that the consensus of many place is to be Mater, to say that those are fine, those are considered Shemin Zayas. I saw even that Reb Shmuel Kamenetsky brings down an R over there, brings down from the, I think it's from the Shal Sachuva Shuva Me'ahava. If I remember correctly, he says that the Nase, what they found, the Pak Shem, was congealed oil. I'm not sure where he gets this from. I didn't see it inside. I only saw the Kavis Halachas. He says that the nace, that when they found the Paksham was congealed oil, so he says, Kovit is even a header to use congealed oil. That's more similar to the nace. I don't think that that most, uh, most agree with. But definitely, uh, definitely, there's, um, de- definitely there's 
uh, enough room in the Paiskim to be able to use congealed oil. Uh, there's still a nice, there, there still is a big mile in setting up the menorah yourself and, and being involved in the Achana the Mitzvah and just, you know, cracking it off and lighting it takes away a little bit from the Achana the Mitzvah. But like, the halachic aspect of it, definitely one could be yaitzah. Those that say when it comes to floating wicks, there's a few, two real potential issues, three real potential issues two real potential issues that the place can talk about when it comes to floating wicks. First of all, most floating wicks are, 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 are um, sealed in wax, right? The wick itself is not, is not just cotton, they seal it in wax, and there are those places that say that it's not so mahudra to use it because when you're lighting it, you're not lighting oil, you're lighting something which is wax. Only after a few seconds does the wax then melt, and then the, and then the cotton or whatever they make these, uh, they make the wax, the wicks out of, then they get caught into the oil, and therefore it's not considered like lighting Shemin's eyes. Pais can say, uh, from the Pais that I saw, say that you, you don't have to be machmer in this. If you do want to be machmer, no, which is not considered, you don't have the mila. It's not an issue. No, it's not an issue. Yeah, you can hold it for an extra second. But I block a mitzvah, which means the first second is getting lit. As soon as you say, you're not allowed to be machmer. You're not allowed to be machmer. You can't not have in mind to be yaitzu with the first second and the second second. Yaitzu, this first second it gets lit. Once it's shatay shalav so elam elam, you're yaitzu the mitzvah. But so again, so you could just dip it. You could dip it in oil, or you can or you can light it before. It's a chumrah, and, and definitely if it's very easy to dip them in oil, you can dip them in oil. And that way, you're lighting oil. The other the other issue which Shmuel Kamenetsky, I remember when I was in yeshiva, this was this is like his chiddush. I, I haven't seen it much, you know, discussed much many other places. He held that could be this chesaron using a floating wick if it's not in a half hour of oil as the, at the time that you're lighting it. Which means when you light it, it's not in a half hour, it's only gonna go down. So I love, you know, uh, the place can discuss, you know, it's exactly, is it cool that is you bringing the, the, the ner to the shaman? Is that like bringing the shaman to the ner? Because there is a rashi that's mashma that it is fine when shaman's dripping in slowly. It says, could be that's different, could be that's when the ner is going down to the shaman. And therefore he holds it. If you can use floating wicks, just push it down a little further. Right, which means the floating wick could be in a half hour of oil, but if it's perfectly in center, could be, it won't be in a half hour of oil, and therefore he holds a it. There's a chumrah, or, huh? Wider cup, or a wider cup, yeah. There are, there are ways to do it. But again, it's it's his chumra. I don't I don't, I don't think that it's stuff a muskim bakal. But if you want to be machmer, it's definitely one something could be machmer for a person should not light with a mixture of candles and olive oil. Which means if you're lighting with olive oil and running out of olive oil, don't light with a mixture of olive oil and candles because then it doesn't look. First of all, it doesn't look beautiful. It's chesaron in the hider of of the menorah, but also it looks like two different people are lighting, right? If I would see a menorah that has eight nights and this and this four oil and four can and four candles. I'm gonna assume that lachera two different people lit, and therefore a person has to light. If you, if you don't have enough oil to light, so then light them all candles, but a person has to make sure that they're all the exact same, uh, they're all the exact same thing. Some, there are those that dafka have a meaning because of this, to light the shamash with, with wax, and not to light as a regular, as one of the proper neiris, because not to light it as shep with shem and zayis, where you light all the other ones, that it should be nicker, that in the first night of Hanukkah, it's not the second night of Hanukkah, even though it's meruchik, it should be higher, it should be elevated and a little bit apart, but this way it's very visible. There's a wax candle that's clearly not part of the same menorah and therefore be visible to all that this is the first night of Hanukkah and that is a shamash. The other reason is also why the, the, those that use a wax candle and they, uh, and they, and they, light, they use the shamash as what we call it. We call the shamash the extra, the extra thing to think. That's not really what the shamash means. The shamash means the one that you're lighting the other ones with. That's mashamash, the other neiris, and it lights the other neiris. So those are the and that's pashtas of the way of the reading of the Ramah. The Ramah reads like that very, very clearly. That you, the sham, what you're using to light the other ones should be the extra candle. It shouldn't be a ner noisif. Machaber says seems to say ner noisif, an extra one. The Ramah seems to say that no, the one that you're lighting the other candles with should be the shamish, not two separate ones. The way most of us have a minute to do. That's a, but again, that's a, I think most of, most the minute the minute of many is just to light an extra one, like the, the Machaber seems to say. But those that are makpeh to dafka use the one that they're lighting the shamish. One that the lighting the other neighbors with to use that as the actual shamash, and you just have to get a new candle every night and make sure that it stays lit. Also, for a half hour, it doesn't have to stay lit the whole night. 
that the whole time that the other ones are lit, but at least a half hour, <laughs> when the Iker Chiv and the Iker Isser Lashna Mishla'ira, it should stay lit. Yeah, there are... Um, you light an oil shamash and oil tonight. You light it. First, you have to light the ones that you You make the bracha. First, you light the ones that you And then after, you light the shamash. Yeah, you don't have to. The Maisa Machaber brings down that a person does not have to change the wicks daily because the Machaber brings down could be there's even a mila and using the same wicks daily because it, once you light them once, it will get, it's easier to light them the second time. I don't think Bismarck, our wicks are like that. Our wicks will light very nicely the first time. I think it was, you know, if you have a real cotton wick and you're trying to get it, you know, get it lit for the first time, it's very difficult. And that's what Machab is talking about. And Kobe, there's even a Maila and Dafka switching them daily because in the base of Mikdash, that's what they used to do. It's part of the, part of the Avoida of the Menorah in the base of Mikdash. They cleaned it out, they put in new wicks. Kobe, there's a Maila Dafka and switching them. It also could be it's a Biza if it's, if it's dirty. It, the only reason why to use the same wick two days in a row is if it will light better. If it won't light better, and it's black and it's not nice, then there's a, there's a bize, there's a bize of the mitzvah as well. Um, the order of the, the, the actual hadlakas, that's the what you use hadlaka, the, the actual hadlakas, you start lighting from the right side of the menorah, and you add to the left, and when you begin lighting, when you light on the next nights, so the ikr, the ikr ner that you're lighting is the newest one that you added. So on night number one, you add the, on, it's the one all the way on the right, and number two, it's one over to the left, and therefore, the, the first one that you start with on the second night is the second one, is the second narrow, the one that's more to the left, and the right one, the new narrow that you added that night, that's the ik one. And therefore, when you position yourself in front of the narrow, is in order not to be over and mavir and al mitzvah, in order if you're standing by the right and you're, you're going over the one that you had last night to do the new one that you had tonight, that'd be a problem of and al mitzvah. Therefore, you should place yourself in front of the narrow that you plan on lighting. If it's the eighth night, stand more to the left of the narrow than to the right menorah, stand in front of that narrow so that you can light that. You can light that menorah. It's also important to, to know. This is a I think you watch people light menorah. A lot of people don't do this. It's important that it needs to be which means you can't just light it and then it will get lit by itself. You have to hold the candle there until the wick actually gets lit. The way they used to do in the base of mikdash, until the wick gets lit from your from your holding the candle there. Which means sometimes you could just touch it a little bit and then the wick will, and then slowly the wick will catch on fire. You have to hold it there until the wick catches on fire in order to make sure that you are the one that was madlik. It wasn't madlik me'alau. On the first night of Hanukkah, one makes three brachas, make lahadik ner shal Hanukkah or lahadik ner Hanukkah. Different ischayis from the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, and Arizal says lahadik ner Hanukkah. The Shulchan Aruch says lahadik ner shal Hanukkah. You make lahadik ner Hanukkah. Shalasenisim and shechiyon. If a person did not say shechiyon on the first night for whatever reason you forgot, you could say it on and you're ready. Your your menorah is already went out. If your if and your menorah is already went out, then you could light it on the second. Then you could light it on. You could say it the second night or any night as long as you remember. As long as you remember some point of Hanukkah, you still have the ability to be able to make a shechiyon. A person has to make. All the brachas, obviously, obviously, before a person, before a person lights. If a person forgot, and a person didn't make the bracha, or you only made one bracha, not the second bracha, and the menorahs were lit, so you still have the ability to make a shas and nisim. You can't say lahadlik ner Hanukkah because you're not lighting the neighbors of Hanukkah anymore, but you could make a shas and nisim. And if it's on the first night, you still have the ability, as we said, to make a shechiyon. If a person lit the first candle before saying a neighbor's halala, right? So you have to light the first candle, make sure the first candle is lit, and only then begin saying if a person saying a neighbor's halala. If a person says a neighbor's halala before the first candle is lit, right? Some of see people they just they, you know they start saying a neighbor's and they haven't lit the first candle. That's a real hafsik. You made a bracha and you made a real hafsik. You said something that's not that's not necessary to say, and a person would need to make the bracha again. In order to be yoyt to the mitzvah, you said Hanirus Halal before it's lit, therefore you should stop. Make sure that you light the first candle, make sure it's lit. Make sure it's properly lit, and then only that, only after that, a person should need to, a, per, a person should say Hanirus Halal. Also, if a person said Shechian on the second night or the third night, it's also considered a hafsik. He made a bracha and he made a bracha which he should have not made. It would also be considered a hafsik, and you also need to go back and repeat all the brachas. If a person makes the bracha and then the oil spills, 
Right, this happens sometimes you knock into the oil or the wicks fall out, or the wicks are not lighting, and you realize that you know, sometimes you have the floating wick and the wick just gets pushed all the way down. You need to take it out and light it again. That's not considered a half second. You can fix the wick and then light it after. Lagabi Hanna, Lagabi being Mishtamish La Oranerisis, we hold that as Asla Shamish La Iras, Machlik's Nagmar, we paskin Asla Shamish La Ira, and that's why we pass we place a Shamish, we place something which is taller, which is a little bit further away, in order to remind us, and in order that if we have Hanna, if we come there, we should have Hanna. The Mogan of Ram brings down that even though we have a Shamish, it's still a person should not be Mishtamish La Ar of the Neris, or the Ar of the Shamish, a person should still not be Mishtamish La Ar of the Neris. And then, anyways, we have lights in our houses, and therefore the whole idea of being Mishtamish La Ar is not so likely unless you're lighting outside and it's dark or something like that, but other than that, it's not really. So, so, uh, so again, exactly what exactly being mishtamish la'ar the neris, and it also means it's a real kfias. It needs to be, it needs to be something which you're properly doing, which means if you're standing outside, if you shut the lights in your house, and you're able to read the brachas, you know, able to read the brachas, that's not considered a real shtamshus. The shtamshus needs to be either if it's something that's a bizayan, which you do even keva, or it needs to be something which is arai, which you're doing even something that's not a bizayan, which means reading the brachas is not a bizayan, but it's not considered a keva. You're not sitting down to learn to, to, to say tehillim, that would not be considered a real shtamshus. The a real shtamshus la iris. Um, yeah, if if uh, being shtamshus la also means that if a person lit, if a person's lighting them, and then a person realizes, and then the shamash goes out, you can't relight your shamash from one of the neighbors that are already lit. Right? That's the, the classic. You know, the easiest thing to do is if you're on night number three and you lit two neighbors, then your shamash goes out. Just light it from one of the other ones. That's called also called being shtamshus la You have to strike a match and then light your shamash again, as well as lighting it from something that's already lit. Once the candles are lit. That's the Gabi the Hadlaka. Once the once the Menorah is lit, there is a minig brought down in the Mechaber, brought down the brought down in the Mechaber for woman to be woman not to be not to uh, not to do malacha. The Bishasta Menorah is madlak. First of all, it's in order to make sure that they don't forget, that they don't get too engrossed in the malacha and forget and forget the the nace of Hanukkah. And it's dafka woman because afhenoi ba'isa nace they were the ikar part of the nace and it's dafka woman. Mishru brings out there are those that have the minig by men as well, but he says the ikar minig is the minig for woman. Ma'isa exactly. Huh? No. Oh, so yes. The, the, minig, the, minig is only, the minig is only for a half hour because that's the Ikra Chivad Laka. And the minig only includes Pashtas. There's this discussion in the place if it's like Halamaid, if it's like Rishchaydesh, but the Pashtas, the minig only includes real work. Real work that's going to cause real housework, something that's going to cause them to be Messiah Das from the Lakas Neris, but you know, turning, you know, turning a washing machine on or you know, frying latkes or something like that, something which is just part of their regular halachilach, that's not really considered real work. Rather, there is an Indian to sit in front of the neighbors for a half hour if you could. If your wife's able to sit in front of the neighbors, that's the best. But if she's not, she can be involved in basic, you know, light housework, that would be fine. And that would not be considered part of this iser malacha. I just said it's similar to chalamaid, but that's, uh, you know, but that, that, that's, you know, that, that's the, the minig of malacha. The, the, um, <laughs> Oh yeah, we hold kafsa ein zakukla, and therefore, if a person lights the menorah and the and the neiros go out, there's no real chiv to relight the menorah. However, uh, to re- relight the neiros, however, the place can say that a person should be mahadar to relight them if they go out after five minutes. There is any to relight them to make sure that they uh, that they're lit for at least a half hour. Person should relight them. Even on erev Shabbos, when a person's lighting early, a person's lighting before shkia, afal pikin, a person's not mechayiv meikra din to relight the neiros. If a person did light, if a person um, yeah, okay. Like a person also can't move the manure from place to place. We all that at Lakai Mitzvah. Person's not allowed to move the manure once it's lit. You're not allowed to hold the manure while it's being lit. I don't think this is you know, very likely to be done. But you're not allowed to move the manure from place to place. That's Lagabe, the actual manure. Lagabe, Shabbos Hanukkah, and Arab Shabbos Hanukkah, a person has to light the, light the candles of the manure before you light the Ner Shabbos. Why? Because if you're Makabal Shabbos, you're not able to light the manure. And a person has to, you light the manure, and, and then you do. And then you do, uh, and then you do Nair Shabbos. How early could you light? So as we said, the earliest you can light is Plaga Mincha. But those that wait even closer to Shkia to try to get as close to Shkia as possible, 
closer to the Ikrisman while still having enough time to be able to light the Menorah and for your wife to be able to light the uh, light Ner Shabbos afterwards. On Matzah Shabbos, there's a, the Mishnah Burr brings that two Minhagim, whether a person does Havdalah first or a person does Ner Chanukah first. The Shaila is basically Tad Vashayin, Tad Vashayin, so Havdalah should come before Ner Chanukah. At the same time, we want to keep Shabbos going as long as possible, even though you're not really keeping Shabbos. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting Afuka Yaimel because you're saying Hamavdal Makadish you're lighting in there. Seems to be still some Indian and pushing off Abdullah at least for as long as possible. And therefore, there's Machlaikas, Mishwur brings down the Avik Kemar, the Avik Kemar, either one of those are proper Minhagam. A person normally waits till Rabbein Atam, and Matzah Shabbos, others should wait till Rabbein Atam, even on Matzah Shabbos Hanukkah. Just two, three more, two, three more quick halakas. I got it lighting in. Lighting in a shul. So the minute is to light in a shul, it's pursuing Nisa. The minute is to light it between Mincha and Mayriv. And the minute is to light it also by Shachris as well. When it's lit at night, then it's lit with a bracha. In the morning, it's not lit with a bracha. But that's the minute. Where's the, where's the Menorah placed? The Menorah is placed on the Kaisal Dharam, similar to the way it was in the, in the base of Mikdash, the Mishkan, that the, that the Menorah was in the Dharam. There's a shell in the Paiskim, whether it means Mamash on the Kaisal, Mamash on the Kaisal. That's the way some, you know, in some shuls, the shul I had grown up had a, you know, a wall, had a, Shelf and there was mamash on the dharm. Others said that no, you move it away from the dharm, and and the one lighting it stands with his back towards the dharm. He's facing this way, so it's either a part, uh, it's either a, you know a foot or two away from from the southern wall, and the one who's lighting it has his back to dharm and lights the menorah, or no, it's mamash on the on the wall, and the one who's lighting it has his back towards the aron kodesh. The menorah should the menorah could be placed higher than tantfachim. The Kiri is also subsumed for the people in the shul. And um, a person, a, the one lighting the menorah in the shul makes all the brachas, but obviously he's not Yitzah. That's not his, that's not his Iker, that's not his Ba'is Bechlal. He has to go back home and make all the brachas, including a Shechin. He makes, he makes, um, he makes all the brachas. He makes all the brachas again. But Shechin will only make if he's being Yitzah other people in his house. So I have the shell every year because I have a, a yard set always first, I've always have a yard set first night Hanukkah. So I always end up davening for the Ahmed, I always end up lighting. So Shechianu you can make again as long as my wife's home, as long as I'm lighting for somebody else, then I'm being mighty her with the Shechianu, then I can make the Shechianu again. Otherwise, I said Shechianu for myself, and when I lit the Menorah and Shul, so I don't, there's no reason for me to say it again. Sha'as and Nisim and I have to say again because I wasn't yet to my mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah, with the Brach of Shechianu, I was already Yaitzah. A person should pre- preferably wait until there's a minion in Shul. The Eker in is Al-Persumid A person should wait. If you know that there's going to be a minion, there's no minion now, and it's getting late, then a person has the ability to light and to light and um, to light and wait till the minion comes. Just like I the, the Mamash for two minutes, we'll talk about the halachas of when a person is at Ayrach, and a person leaves their home for Hanukkah. So there's a pre-Chadash, which is mashma that as long as a person hasn't left his house for all eight days of Hanukkah, you're not considered to be you, you can't. You, you haven't considered to be an oiker your kvias in the, in your real house, and you'd still need to have a shliach or somebody light in your house. It's not the way most places can go. Most places, most place, most place can go. But if you're eating and sleeping in somebody else's house, you go to your parents, you go to your in-laws, you go to a friend, you go to a relative, you go to somebody for a not just a suda. If you go for a meal, that's not considered being your kvias is there, and you can't lie where you're eating supper somewhere or a Hanukkah party is. But if you're leaving, you're going to somewhere for Shabbos Hanukkah, and you're sleeping and eating there, a person <coughs> should light there, and that's his ikar. He has no chiv anymore in his bias. He left his house and he lights where he's going to be. Sleeping. Sleeping and sleeping and eating. If a person is going to be sleeping in one place and eating in another place, there are more paskins that a person should light in the place of achila. Right? Sometimes you go away for Shabbos Hanukkah, they put you up in one house, but everybody's eating together in the same house. Then you light in the makam of achila. That's the ikr, that, that would be the ikr place to light. To light. If a person's at, if a person's going to be at home, but he's leaving, let's say a person's taking a flight out Sunday night. Uh, let's say Sunday night, right? Sunday night tonight. The first night's of Hanukkah. I'm going to be home for plug and be from Shkir and be from Tzais. No, I have a 12 o'clock flight tonight. Still, the Ikrad the luck is still in my house. I haven't left my house. And therefore, I, I light in my house. If a person went to their parents or in-laws for Shabbos Hanukkah 
and you're going to be leaving Matzei Shabbos. So if you're going to be leaving immediately after Shabbos and you have time to be able to get home and light, that's Lachatchila. You're going back to your house. You're going to be sleeping at your house tonight. So you're, you're, you're leaving your parents' house, which means Shabbos, you can light in your parents' house because you're sleeping and eating there. Matzei Shabbos, you're going to be back in your house. You're in your parents' house. If you're going to be sitting there for a while, and you're staying there for a while, for sure, if you're going to be eating Malav Malka there, you're going to have some sort of kvias. That's still considered as if you're Nimshach, your kvias from Shabbos. And if other person has the ability to light Matzah Shabbos, and then late at night, 11 o'clock at night, he can go back to his own, uh, he can go back to his own house. Um, okay, yeah, I think that the, the, those are the Ikka Lagabe, the Lagabe, the din of being an Eirech, some of the cases at least. And Lagabe, any, any, Lagabe, the leftover oil on the wick, so any oil which remains in the Menaira could be used for the, for the future nights. As we said, maybe the wicks you should change, but the oil of other could be used for the future for the future night of Hanukkah, and any and any oil is uh, is muktzul mitzvasa, and therefore a person shouldn't can't be used for anything else. Which means in the eighth night, sometimes if some of the if some of the candles didn't light properly and you still have oil, that should be burnt after Hanukkah. Shouldn't be used for your own hana. But leftover leftover oil which remains in the bottle, that's obviously fine. That was an muktzul mitzvasa, and that you could use for anything else. Meshukayach.